Welcome again, or technically welcome back for the first time, time yeah. Again, yeah, to the first <laughs> official, official episode of Date Night. Date Night. Always a pleasure. Always <laughs> a pleasure. Oh man, today we are doing our first movie, which is Death Becomes Her from 1992. Damn. Written. No, not written, but directed by Robert Zemeckis. Yeah, that's that's one we're doing today. It stars Goldie Hawn, Meryl Streep, Bruce Willis. Those are the important people. I'm not going down the list of everyone who makes an appearance in this movie. And uh, this this is a this is an insane movie. Like we said last last week, I I don't I surprised I missed it. I'm also surprised you didn't. <laughs> yes, this movie is a. Dark comedy. It's described as a horror comedy. Oddly enough, it's described as a horror comedy. Oh. That's odd. <laughs> I, don't, I don't really see the horror. Yeah, there's no in horror it, in it. But it says it horror comedy, so needs to be dark comedy. I mean, Shaun of the Dead would be like a horror comedy to me because it's clearly got the zombie thing going on. This is more like an accidental zombie thing. Yeah, going on. Like, I don't know. But all right. Well, you ready to get started? I'm ready to get started. All right. We start this movie, basically, where all movies should start, a terrible Broadway play in the year 1978. This thing is terrible. It is a very terrible. The whole play, to me, is just self-centered, like a woman who's just all about herself, who has to prove a point sort of say. Yeah, and it kind of sounds more like a, a pipe dream. Like, it's what she thinks she is and not who she really is. Cause exactly. Because I think you pointed out while we were watching it, she describes herself as a mother but yeah, she has like no you children. have no kids. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it's kind of weird. But it's funny to me because at the beginning of this, before we even get to, like, all the singing and dancing and stuff, people are leaving the theater just, like, trrashing her like right. oh my days what did she say waking the dead because yes. her singing was that bad they but trashed you have her. to give her props because even though she saw all those people leave she, she, she kept, kept going, going. She kept going. <laughs> Bro, they, when they pan when you first get there it's, obviously it's the beautiful talented Meryl Streep doing her best to be terrible which has to be hard for her but <laughs> <laughs> they show they go to pan so we can see Bruce Willis and Goldie Hawn and there's the one dude, there's like two people walking out. One dude is snoring sleep. Like, it's, that's that's bad. Like, if somebody is snoring during your musical number, which was all over the exactly. place. Like, there were sailors. It was a disco like, thing yeah. going on. Like, <laughs> who wrote this play? Like, Obviously, she did. It yeah. has to be all about her. So, yeah, this. So, we are introduced to all three. Introduced it. We are introduced <laughs> So all three of these characters, it's Goldie Hawn as Helen Sharp, Meryl Streep as Madeline Ashton, and Bruce Willis as Ernest nice. Menville. Ernest. That's that's a name. It's the Ernest one. It's a, ah. oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not letting you get that one off. <laughs> you can't have that. You cannot have that. Oh, man. So the th- blah, blah, blah. For those of you who do not know what this movie is about, I've never heard of it. It's pretty much about, um, you know, a woman who, I think two women trying to stay young. Well, really the one, because it's really more of a, 
Well, we'll get to that. We'll get. We'll definitely okay. get to that. But it, it it's Rewind. but it plays very early on in this movie about yes. how important it is that um, Meryl Streep's character Madeline is one upping Goldie Hawn's character Helen. The whole movie yes. that it's very important to her that she constantly does that because when she's backstage and they say that her friend is here, the moment the first thing she has, what? How does she look? Yes. How like, does she look? And then she had to like you know, prop herself to where her boobs are popping yeah, out and the yeah. shoulders, you know, shoulders were big back then. So. <laughs> yeah. You got to get the shoulder out. You got to get the shoulder out. Little Uzi Vert is in the wrong yeah. time period because he was in those, little, those early 90s with his shoulder rubbing and his shoulder rocking and all that stuff. He would have been perfect. Yes. So, you know, she had to do the so what does she call it? The Madeline test. Uh, the Madeline test. To which, you know, she should never even done that test. It yeah, it's just... dumb. <laughs> and, and if you're, for those of you who don't know, the Madeline test basically is she wanted to see if her fiance would resist her. Mm-hmm. And it's dumb. You, why are these people friends? She keeps. She says she describes her as stealing every man she's that ever she loved, loved or something mm-hmm. like that. And it's just like, well, you're friends with this girl. You keep going to see her and support her. Like, nah, sorry. Your frenemies. I couldn't do it. <laughs> and at this point, Ernest is like a well-renowned plastic surgeon. Yes, the best in the business. And Meryl Streep isn't even like a TV actress at this point. She's just slumming it on Broadway, basically. Mm-hmm. So, I, and I don't really know. Oh, yeah, she's a, a, Helen's a writer, right? Yes, Helen is a writer. That's what she said. How's that little writing thing going? She right? It was like, oh, you know, <laughs> I do a little thing here. And there. <laughs> I dabble in the arts. <laughs> so, where are we at? Yes. Where, where, where oh, we? That, you know, like oh, I we said, get to the Helen test. The Helen, the, the, the Madeline, the test. Madeline test, to where she's brought every dude she's ever been with to meet this woman. Who stole all her boyfriends. And this one's her fiance. Yes, this one is her fiance. Like, if this is your fiance, you should have just took him, kept him away from her. Go do your own thing. Y'all go have fun and everything. And then they introduced and now she's married. Madeline is married. And it's funny because it's like it, it it's one of those this is like an old trope where it's like one word leads directly to the next exactly. thing. Exactly. There's nothing to worry about in the next scene. They're married. There's nothing like, to worry about. And she went to the wedding, Bruh, Nah, I couldn't. <laughs> I could they not. invited her though. That's the that's the really, <laughs> that's the real fucked up part about fun. it is they invited her. You just got out of a relationship with this lady for her friend. Friend. And the, I just I couldn't have went. I wouldn't have done it. It wouldn't have been me. I like fuck both of you guys. <laughs> mm-hmm. Straight up. If straight. I'm going, I'm going to tear some shit up. Straight up, That's yeah. Like I, there's no reason for me to be here, like anymore. Exactly. Period. You, you ruined that. But she, yeah, she was at the wedding, and then what? Do we fast forward to seven years. Seven years later, we see. Helen in a mental. No, no, no. Before, before the mental hospital, she's at her apartment. Oh yeah, yeah. She's yeah. at her apartment eating cottage cheese, and uh, she's all out of the with her fingers. With her fingers, that was gross. Yeah. I was trying not, try not to throw up. This is one of the grossest things I've ever seen. Because she's just with her, and they and this suit, this fat suit that she's wearing looks gross. Yeah. It looks like 
nutty professor gross. Like, <laughs> it's pretty bad. She, she's a cow fat, woman. No, it looks fat bastard gross. Like, because she's, she's got a bunch of cats, which is, why is that where women immediately go to, like, cats? You know, as a person of a new kitty owner, <laughs> I love them. I, I mean, I can see, I can see why. Yeah, I saw, I saw. I had to stop it. I had to stop it real quick before you came back home with a box of kittens talking about, babe, they were on sale. <laughs> so, Are no. free. We did say yeah, we love you, free. Uh, <laughs> my words come back to haunt me again. <laughs> But she's she's in her apartment and she's eating cottage cheese or whatever out of the carton with her fingers watching a movie or a show. They don't really specify, but it must be a movie because she rewinds it. So yeah. She it, which means she bought this movie. But it's a point in the movie where her good friend Madeline gets choked and she laughs. Right. And she has a nice hearty laugh. Just rewinding it over and over again about her dying. Yeah, and she's just laughing and the police come and they're taking her out and she's still rewinding yes. it while they're dragging her. And I'm like, yeah, we know where so, she's going to be in the next that's scene. some deep hatred right there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, that's a whole new level of hatred. So, get to the next scene. She's in the mental facility. Mm-hmm. And they are... Going from girl to girl. You know, doing what they do, yeah. the therapy thing. And then they get to her, and it's funny because you see everybody turn to her. Uh, like, do you have anything you need to talk about? And, <laughs> and everybody turns to Helen. Actually, and, I do. Yep, and she starts talking. She doesn't even start talking about her. She, she just, just mentions Madeline. And then they all just start going crazy. And that's what I, I put it in my notes. Like, She's crazy even to the crazies. Like exactly. That's, that's the part that got me because they were just like, please don't say that right? name. Please don't say that name. Please don't say that name. And the moment she did, they were like, they just knew like, we're never going to get through this day. Ever. Right. The, the, the head nurse even said, you know, for any of, for you to have a life, for any of us to have a life, you need to stop talking about this woman. No, her words were. You need to eliminate, eliminate her. And that's all <laughs> she heard. And that's where this movie starts. <laughs> she, we could see it right then that her idea in her head was, I got to eliminate Madeline. Yep. Fast forward another seven years. We're finally in the year 1992 where this movie takes place, which you couldn't tell. All the clothes and everything are pretty much the same throughout all the years of this. Pretty so. much. But we get there. That we're at 14 years later, it's 14 years of marriage between these crazies. Mm -hmm. They're married and they're miserable, like most Hollywood couples or whatever. I, I don't know. Yeah, it's just you get them how you lose them. He was miserable, he got what he wanted, and it wasn't all it was cracked up. No, because especially because he found out that she didn't work and no, he, <laughs> he hated that. So he brought in all the money and he went from being the most top surgeon, Plastic surgeon to a top mortician. He's a mortician. Alcoholic yeah. That's important. He is passed out in his, I'm assuming, an office. They never yes, really specify. They don't sleep together. Do he sleeps in his office. She sleeps in her bed. And she's clearly obsessed with her. And this is the part where it's like, 
every stereotypical like Hollywood trope about women, how they're so obsessed with being young. She's got, mm-hmm. I don't know what on her face when she's waking up. She's got one of those wrap thingies uh, on her head. She's so got, she won't get like a, so her chin won't sag. Oh, is that what that's yeah, for? Yeah, I think so. Oh so she God. ties it. <laughs> yeah, she's got that thing going on. She's got like little, just, I don't know what they are. Like they look like skin thingies on her face yeah. and she sleeps like propped upright and yep. stuff. Like it's weird. And the maid comes, oh, excuse me. Wine. The maid comes in, Rose is her name. She comes in and she wakes her up and she says something to her about how she looks uh she looks great and then she's like, Aren't you forgetting something? Uh, she <laughs> wanted her to tell her how young and beautiful oh, she's oh, looking. Natalie, you're looking younger every day. Yeah. <laughs> what is she cause what she said it, she was like, But it's not Thursday. <laughs> oh, I like just that. said it on Thursday. Oh, yeah, I just said, but you're supposed to tell me. She was like, Now I think day. I need it every day. <laughs> <laughs> so she is forcing this woman to tell her how young she looks and it is who cares who could care at this point like yeah we get it you're old and you're afraid of it and so where do we go from there because then he she goes to wake him up he's got to go do surgery on a dude who who drowned to death and he looks a lot like freddie mercury to me and that was the first thing i noticed where i was like is that supposed to be Freddie Mercury? <laughs> but, but it turns out smile was, on his face. Yeah, he was seeing, and it was the mustache that really got me. That's why I was like, but it was like, yeah, yeah, died with a smile on his face. He said he was entertaining a younger lady in a jacuzzi, <laughs> and they were all stressed out. They were like, he can't be buried with a smile on his face. It's inappropriate. <laughs> At least he died happy. I mean, if that's one way to go, why not, bro? Why not? So, so yeah. yeah. So then, you know. Um, Helen, you know, as the when the Rose woke her up, she brought her a platter Madeline, with her food. She brought the yeah, platter. she brought Madeline the platter with the food and Helen's invitation to her book signing. Ooh, the plot thickens. Yes, and then uh, Madeline just has it in her head that oh, Helen, you know, she's just this fat girl now, and she's not successful like pretty much talking down about her essentially just, you know and what was the name of the book forever oh forever, forever young. young and then she starts laughing and just and i think that's why she named the book that to she, bring them in because that's yes, you yes. know so in response to that madeline goes to that uh her little clinic to get some i'm assuming like botox or surgery yeah. or something like that which to me looks like a brothel like this place looked like a whorehouse. Like all the nurses, like their slits are up the front, like super high. You can see they draws. They're wearing stockings. They all got these French accents. French accent. Until that dude walks in and then her accent goes away and she's just like, Oh, oh I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm like, wait, oh, what the Where the fuck? hell did he come from? What did she what did she say to her? She was like, Oh, that's easy for you to say with your perfect skin oh, and your Tits like rocks. <laughs> tits like rocks. I was like, that dude had me dying. But the place definitely looks like a brothel, but she's, at this point, she's desperate. They're telling her, no, you can only do it once every six months. And then she says, money is no object. I'll give you whatever you want. I don't care. And then, literally, it was only two people in the room. And then, all of a sudden, this dude magically appears, and he's on the couch. Like, and they walked all around that room. It's not like exactly. he was there the whole time and they didn't notice <laughs> they him. They showed the whole dude room. He was just walking. Or he just he was on the couch right behind them talking. And he was just like, oh, he's got a vaguely European accent. I don't no. even want to try to do it because I don't know what the fuck it is. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, it's not, I can't place it. And I think they do that on purpose in, in movies. So, yeah. you can be like, so you can't be like, oh, that's a fake accent. Like, I don't know where it is. Exactly. <laughs> but he's... 
he's clearly effeminate. He's just talking about, you know, if you really believe money is no object, I, I know a guy who knows a guy who knows a guy who can get you good. Like, pretty much. So then he gives her this card and tells her that, you know, this woman is the best around town and only the best of the best know about this woman and what she can do. So she pretty much, when he leaves the room, rips the card up and was all like crazy. Like, you don't know what the hell you're talking about. But she puts the, the pieces of that Back card in her, in her purse. purse. Like, ah, oversight. <laughs> she she should like she should have just put it in her in the purse to begin with and just been like whatever. Exactly. Or if he was really crazy, you would have tore it up because and just threw it saying, away. If she rips it. Why is she keeping it? Exactly. That, I, you know, whatever. Loop, loop, big plot hole in this movie, but whatever. We get we can get over it. So she they go to this book signing. They're not even talking to each other. She says, could you stop breathing or something like that? <laughs> she's like, could you stop breathing? Because like, he's all breathing heavily in yeah, the car. Like I'm sorry, but if I get to that point in the marriage, we just have to call it Exactly. Quits. We can't even stand to be around each other. Like, it's not good for either of us. For anybody. But they go to this thing, and they're looking for her, and they see this other lady, and she's like, oh, it looks like she did lose a little bit of weight because it's still kind of an other heavy woman. And then that woman moves out the way to reveal... Oh, before we get to that let me i did i wrote this down so this lady comes up to ernest and she's like oh my gosh yeah Yeah, you're you're ernest what's his last name uh menville menville and he was like yes yes i am and she's like i just want to tell you thank you so much you did a wonderful job on what was it her sister her grandmother her grandmother yeah oh my grandmother and you know what's your secret Oh my no, god. No, you don't. No. <laughs> Yo, sometimes you gotta keep shit to yourself. Exactly. Things are left better unsaid. He could have just made up a little lie and was like, oh, well, that's you how know. you know this thing is miserable and don't Then that's care what no I more. said. He absolutely gives no fucks about his life None. or his job. None. He just doesn't care. He told this lady, well, I use spray paint. You know, and because keep in mind he's a mortician, <laughs> so that's what they're talking about. How did he make her look so good? Yes. So he told the lady that he uses spray paint because makeup—you can't put makeup on dead people. It's not gonna work. It doesn't spray work. Paint. The or something like that. <laughs> yeah, spray paint gets it just right, and oh the woman's God. face just. From a smile just disappeared within But he seconds. didn't just say spray paint. He started going into detail. Yes. He was like, so one day I was in the hardware store. I was like, man, it can paint. Why not? It works. You know, same <clears throat> contestant. And he was just going on and on and on. And it was like, it's, and her face was like, yeah, she just walked away. But what the hell is she so pissed off about? <laughs> he made your dead relative look good. What are you, are you mad because he didn't use people makeup? He made her... <laughs> Whatever, bro. I'm like, that's a that's a weird thing to have a hang up on. Right. Like, if that's what it took to make my dead relative look good for the funeral, by all means, bro. I guess I just wasn't it wasn't what she was expecting to hear. Yeah, I guess. But all right, back to, okay, Madeline. Back to Madeline. Back to Madeline. We get there, and she's waiting for her to be, you know, ugly and big and just gross, but. And she's also waiting for people not to care about who she is. Mm-hmm. When she was wrong on all three accounts, big reveal, she's fine as hell. Like, yep, <laughs> looking young and, and her red fresh, dress, right? She wears a lot. I've noticed like red is her theme throughout this movie. And it goes with her red hair. Whatever. Or orangish. Red. It's orangish. <laughs> <laughs> but 
she's looking just magnificent and oh Ernest noticed yes Ernest Madden was all like oh let's let's leave Ernest was like no no let's stay let's chat for a little bit yeah, and get so him she, you lose him. yeah so she goes and she's like you wait here I'm gonna go talk and then they do their whole Mel <laughs> that fake greeting exactly. And then she tells her, she talks to her. I have never blamed you. It was you Ernest. You didn't steal him. He chose. All right, what do you say? He, he left. left. <laughs> it wasn't you. It was him. <laughs> the way right? it was But it was funny because that pissed off uh, uh, Madeline because she was like, she expected her to have this. that hatred towards mm-hmm. her, and she didn't give her none of it. But then. She had the similar conversation with Where Ernest. She didn't blame him. I blame her. Yes. So no man can resist her. Or something <laughs> like that. I was like, yeah. Your, what did she say? She turned you into this weak, <laughs> this weak man, and you know, it, it's not, it's not you. It was her all along. Right. Right. So then they get home. And Madeline just, you know, she's she feels like shit pretty much. So yeah, she bolts out there. Yeah, house. she goes and she goes to with her uh, her secret lover. Yeah, some dude who's obviously way younger than she is, and turns to find out he had a little. Yeah, uh, him a little thing thing at the right? boat house. <laughs> Basically told her like, so you know, saying, you can't pop up on me. He was like, oh, I thought he was like, I thought you were alone. He's like, I am alone. Maybe alone isn't the right yeah. word. <laughs> After realizing, then she, he's he's trying to lie. This is one of my favorite parts. But she was like, at least lie quickly. He goes, I'm trying. Yeah, right. <laughs> so like, dude, if you gotta lie, come on now. Yeah. I, I oh, be, be on point with your lie. And that lie is just he, he, he was a friend, the, the, the guy who was here to to, to, to fix the exactly. thing. Exactly, bro, you're doing too much. And then she turns away to leave, and he's she, all like, I'm fed up with this. Madeline, you know, you need to find somebody your own age. And boom, it starts raining. <laughs> <laughs> Both literally and figuratively on her parade. Like, she was devastated. So she does what every woman does, you know, calm, rationally. She drives like a maniac in the rain, can't see. And it was giving me anxiety watching that scene because I'm just like, oh, she almost hit that car. <gasps> I felt like I was in it <laughs> and I couldn't do it. She was tripping, and she catches a glimpse of herself in the mirror. Because <laughs> she had an ugly a, cry oh, yeah, face. Yeah, like the raccoon <laughs> thing going on, and it was all the makeup was running, and stops in the middle of traffic. Oh, my God, women. Immediately <laughs> stops in the middle, and somebody almost yeah. hit her, and she doesn't even care. She's nah, like... She's- Throws her whole bag, like throws everything out of her bag, and is shuffling around to find her little hanky. And then, boom! What does she find? That card she ripped up. The plot thickens. <laughs> but in the meantime, good old Helen finds her way over to the Menville house. It's big. At- First off, this house is too big for two people. It is fucking huge. Like, it's ridiculous. She goes over there after she practiced her crying face and stuff like that. Sprays a little bit of mist in her eyes. Uh, Yeah. So she ends up at the house, the umbrella, tears in her eyes or whatever. Madeline. 
I, need I must to speak to Madeline. Madeline. <laughs> you go, Madeline's not here. Oh, good. Right? <laughs> there was her Every, umbrella, walked in the house. But I have to say, okay, because this part, <laughs> this part was when it was like, Bruce Willis's character, Ernest, he's playing this character perfectly. Because he is oblivious, he is soft, he is weak. And even like, we'll get to it later, there's a scene where he's running. He's everything. He is committed to this role of just making himself <laughs> look like this doofy old white dude who's just who can't seem to understand why people take advantage of him. Mm-hmm. But it is, it's great. And so she comes in and she's seducing him clearly, telling him things like... Sexy. Oh no! What? Yeah, what? Yeah, that was sexy. <laughs> She's like she, she was never she, able to say those words those before. Words, yeah, she couldn't say the word sexual, <laughs> sensual, sexy, sex, sex. Right? sex. <laughs> like, do you really need to say it three times? And that, and then, of course, as a goofy white dude, oh boy, and he drops his drink. Right there on the ground, like that's a nice glass. I just, I'd have been like, hold on. Now here's my old boy. <laughs> like I'm not dropping that nice crystal glass. Like, whatever. Clearly he's got money to blow. Cause have you seen this house? I gotta say it again. This right? house is way too big for two people to live in. Literally had like three stories. It he did. Was, yeah, he, he was, was upstairs, upstairs from their bedroom, which is upstairs. <laughs> what the fuck, man? Like, three story mansion. Is that what a mortician can do? Like. Yo, I'm in the wrong business, but I don't like dead bodies, so. No, well, maybe most of that money came from when he was a was top a surgeon. surgeon. Right, right. That's that surgeon money. He must have a lot in the tuck, though, because she, she was talking about money is no object. Like, it's his money. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, while this seduction is happening, we get back to Madeline. She goes to this, uh, what I call the, the mansion, because that's essentially what it is. And this big old eight, before she knocks on the door, this 80s wrestler looking nigga answers the door. <laughs> and I, that's the first thing I noticed. I was like, bruh, this guy looks like Crush. <laughs> and if you're a wrestling fan, you'll immediately get that reference. But that's what he looks like. He looks like Crush. And he's just like this way. And she was like, what the fuck? <laughs> and he's like, we've been expecting you, which, what the fuck again? Like, right, said her name and everything. Yeah, she was like, oh, Madeline. I was like, all right, what the fuck? <laughs> like... There's a lot of what the fucks that should have happened at this exact moment. But it's, it's the way, and what I like, too, that they did is, because you know how regular movies, like, somebody would have just walked right in. and Yeah, she was kind of like... Yeah, she was, like, she a little, a like, like... She kind of, like, slid in, like, tiptoed in a little bit. With that purse, like, look on. on her face, like, what the hell? Yeah. And then, so she's getting there, and sit here, wait here move over big other guy there's another conan the barbarian looking dude there and he's just like he looks like an asshole though because he's sitting there with his feet up on the couch right did he even try to move and for that's her what I'm saying, because he tells her to sit right there and he didn't even move she just looked at him like excuse me and then he moves his foot and then it was like there ain't no room and then the, we finally get the reveal of the mistress lady I forgot her name. Her name is... Oh, you got it. Yeah, it's like so LaRue the Boo. Yeah, Leslie Von Ruma. Ah, we're going to call her the Potion Lady. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to try to say that throughout this whole episode. So Potion Lady reveals herself. And she basically is just like, yo, check this out. She gives this whole speech about being a person of the spring, how she moves all the time. She's never seen a winter or some shit like that. And like she's, she's yeah. just the it 
lady. She's walking around like, basically with her titties out except for like a beaded necklace. Yep. Like she she's the ruler of that house. Like when she turned she spinned around slowly in that chair and she told the guy, move out of my friend's way so she could sit down. But keep that ass here. No, she's a keep that ass handy. Oh, yeah, like keep said. that ass I was handy. Like, I'm trying to figure out where what she meant by that. Like, <laughs> are they just, just it's leading to an orgy? Or is she just like, I might need you to lift something heavy? Like, what's... <laughs> you know what keep, she meant. Okay. Right. <laughs> keep that ass handy. Remember, fellas, if your lady tells you to keep that ass handy, just be wary. I don't know what it means, still. She said I know what it means, but I don't know what it means. <laughs> I don't know at all. So anyway, she gets to this whole spiel, like she's talking about the summer, and she asked her, how old do you think I am? Now this lady, she does, I would say she looks like she's in her early 30s. This is, yeah, this is like 92, yeah. so I would say she's white, so yeah, she's about like, I would say 30. Yeah, I would say 30, and she told, when Madeline answered her, she was like, 38. She didn't even think about it, though. It was yeah, the first thing she said. She was like, 38. 38. And then the woman just had, like, this look. disappointed look on her face, like, bitch. But- <laughs> That's exactly what that was. Like, okay, you ate right? that bitch. Like- and then she was like, oh, no, no, no. I meant, what, like, 23? Then she said 23, yeah. five, two, one. And she just started trying to Com- basically trying to compliment her. Exactly. And the lady was all like, I'm 71. I was like, okay, was if shit. you're 71, you 38, 38. Shouldn't, be, shouldn't be bad. Like, you're 38, but you're really 71. But that's when she was like, well, what the fuck? What are you doing? Carrots? Like, exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? So then she shows her, she shows her this potion and she's telling her like, this will do this or whatever the case may be. And Madeline, as any rational human being would, was like, Nah, you sound fucking crazy. But how she was getting them though is she feeds into what they want to hear, their their wants, their needs, their desires. So, like you said, Madeline was like she was upset. Yeah, like. But Madeline, when she gave Madeline the price of how much Madeline was about to walk out, like yeah, she was like, all right, bitch, it ain't worth that much. (laughs) Exactly. But that was the thing. It was kind of like she had to. She was just kind of like, yeah, she told her. Oh, it's not worth that. She was about to walk out. And she was like, just wait real quick. So she gives her what all crack dealers do when they need new patients. You just give them a little taste. A little taste. Give them a little taste. And first off, this lady didn't just, she, she pricked her finger. Oh, she didn't prick she her. Stabbed she stabbed that motherfucker. She was like, God. <laughs> she said, ow. And you crazy? Rightfully so. You crazy? And she was like, and she put a little bit of that in the cut. It went through, and you saw her hand getting younger or whatever. What the was her, her, her the little liver, liver spots. spots. <laughs> the little liver spots faded away. Their knuckles weren't red anymore. All that good stuff. And she was like, then like any good crack addict, she was hooked. I'll take it. And she drank that potion. And then my favorite part, a word of warning. She goes, now? After? <laughs> You're warning me now? Right after I just drink this whole potion. Now I get a warning? And she basically tells her, uh, you have 10, was it like 10, 10 years, years. To, for, to do your career and all that other stuff. Then you have to disappear from the public eye before anyone gets suspicious. Exactly. Basically, the potion will make you immortal and young forever. Cool. But... <laughs> Meanwhile, though, we're back at the house. We have the, this, this whole movie just turned into murder, she wrote. 
Cause this, they are plotting this woman's murder expensively. Well, after, after, after she's kissing him and then she gets up, she's like, I just can't, oh, I can't that, resist you and all this that other nigga stuff. With the exactly. <laughs> so it's not even about Ernest. It's really just about Madeline. It's like, never been about yeah. Her. So she's just all like, you know, I can't resist you. But now that I've told you, all the things you want to hear, and I sexed you up a bit. Sexed you Let up. me tell you about how we can kill Madeline to get yeah, her out both of our lives. Yeah, right? She's been obsessing. Like, I, I put that in my notes. Like, she has obsessed. Yeah, I did that <laughs> Fuck, this is not something you think of on the spot. She was like, this is what we're going to do. Get one wine glass, get one wine glass of each kind, and coated with some poison shit or some sleep agent that's gonna knock her out. Once she's knocked out, we'll finish dinner. That shit was funny as fuck. Yeah, like, we're gonna finish dinner and you know. We'll finish dinner, we'll put her in the car, we'll send her up to Make Out Point. I forgot what it was called, but it's a Make Out Point. Death Valley. No, it was a hill that they wanted to throw her off of. Oh, okay, yeah, that Death Valley was out we'll do the We'll do the hill, we'll put her on the hill, we'll call the police and say that there's a drunk woman driving recklessly and then, and then cue him. There's a drunk woman driving recklessly. But like, then just, I was all like, how, do you, know how do you know that she's drunk? Like, that's kind of a flaw for me. Like, if somebody was like, well, how do you know the driver's drunk? But I guess they say, like, oh, well, she's swerving yeah. or something. So and then they're like, we're going to we're going to make it. We're going to make the car have a bunch of liquor, which they left all the bottles, which was dumb. It was like 10 bottles or more in that oh, car. <laughs> brand vodka. vodka. This vodka didn't say anything. This, this vodka. Which was was that the, was that the drink of choice in '92? Like vodka was everything because I I hate vodka. I don't know. It should taste like battery acid. I was like, one. you were one. I was one. You were one. So I don't know any. Yeah, I, I don't know either. I'm just asking <laughs> out loud for anybody who might have been a teenager or an adult in those times. But uh, yeah, so obviously that was a flashback. It didn't actually happen that way. <sighs> Madeline comes home, and she is. But after she, after she oh, noticed, yeah, yeah when she, she stopped at the mirror to look and her boobs pushed in, her butt lifted up one cheek at a time. One <laughs> cheek at a time. And I wanted to say, I'll, I'll get to it because there's a part where that, where my comment is more appropriate. But so she gets home and she's feeling the fuck out of herself. She's mm-hmm. wearing a leotard. She's it's, flaunting around right, the house. She went home to change. Look at her a new shit, boo. Put the little ponytail <laughs> in. She goes, I'm a girl. <laughs> <laughs> You're okay. And then so after this, Ernest is like, he's feeling himself too. He's like, yo, straight up, Madeline, you don't do shit around this house. I'm getting sick of this shit. And then he's like, you did something to your hair. And I put in my notes, men are oblivious. Because yeah. what the fuck, Right, I always, you just noticed this, her hair, like... Clearly, she's, she's done something. And the one thing he noticed was her hair. And he says that, too, and she goes, yes, that's it. I think <laughs> men just say that, though, when they can't pinpoint what I think. That's just their first... But I, first I feel like I, for like, the most part, unless it's eyebrows, I don't be noticing that shit. Yeah, exactly. Like, That's why you, like, you just noticed. changed your hair. You come in, I remember you came in and you were like, you notice anything different about me? And I was like, no, I don't. <laughs> what am I looking at? <laughs> Please explain it to me. And it was like yeah. your eyebrows. I don't know. Eyebrows on fleek. First off, that's a gross <laughs> word. <laughs> never say it again. <laughs> well, anyways, yes, yeah, so... Yeah. Yeah, she just she 
gets all dressed and stuff like she's about to go out like he said Ernest got some balls after you know his sexual encounter and his drinks his drinks <laughs> he was on one he confronted her basically told her how it was and then what did she say? You pretty much told him, like, shut the hell up. You you just a flaccid man. She said that so many right? times. You're that flaccid. You're I flaccid. got pissed off. I was like, <laughs> bitch, like, what the fuck? <laughs> You're flaccid. Now that I word cracks me up. You're flaccid. You said it like six times, like, flaccid. Right? Flaccid. You're just flaccid. A... <laughs> then she told him that, oh, she might as well go sleep with one of his clients. Which is a corpse. Yes. That at least is she would much... get something Damn. Exactly. And then, boom, he this nigga become the incredible Hulk. He grabbed her. He's <laughs> lifting her off. He's dragging her to the steps. He was just like, and then he comes to his senses, kind of. He comes to his senses, lets her go. And this is the longest I'm about to <laughs> right? fall of all time. Where she's just like, ugh, ugh, help me. Help me. And he was about to help, help her. No, he was okay. looking at his hands for like at least 15, 20 <laughs> seconds where he's just like, and she's just wobbling. She's still there. And he goes, Help me, damn it, take your time. Like, yeah, hurry up. Like he reaches out to help her, and then that's when she's like, hurry up, damn it. And he was like, well, fuck it. And then he didn't even like push her. He, he gave her a little tap, tap, With tap, his finger. <laughs> yeah, he tapped it. And when she fell down those stairs. That took a that while. That was a long was, ass fall. Because you know, people got those long ass stairs, yeah, death shit. stairs. But the way she fell, like, when she first falls, you see her neck. Crack, oh, yeah. like the neck, they, the yeah. neck cracks first, and then the rest of her body goes after. <laughs> yeah, that shit, that shit was crazy because it was kind of like, so she's there in her pile of death, all mangled up or whatnot. He's calling Madeline. His, he's calling no, Helen. 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 He's calling Helen all hysterical. Like I did it. I didn't think I could. But she started talking shit, and I was like, "Fuck that! I ain't gonna take it no more." And I pushed her. And at least I pushed her down the stairs, and she was like. What was he saying? Like, what part what of the part plan, of the plan you did you not on? understand, Ernest? We went over it three times. Yeah. <laughs> he was just like, what? She was like, and then she made some valid points. Yeah, like, she... they're going to check the phone record. Yeah, because she's like, did you, you call the police first? Before you called the police. That's going to be weird. And yeah, I was like, yeah, you fucking idiot. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that, that's 101. Have you never seen a, a, any show ever? Exactly. But... Good thing he didn't call the police because. <laughs> oh yeah. Madeline gets up pretty much like nothing happened, but except her neck, well, her head is completely turned around. And this is the part where I was like, even for 1992, these are terrible. These are terrible graphics because <laughs> Beetlejuice came out in '88, and that shit looked way better than this. Like, what the <laughs> fuck are we doing? Like. Is it was ugly. It was ugly. But she's walking around stumbling because she's walking backwards. Her head is all turned backwards. He's on the phone and he's he's still talking to Madeline or Helen. I keep getting them confused. What the fuck? <laughs> and Madeline <laughs> taps him on the shoulder, like, "Hey, yo, I'm still alive." And he's like, "Hold." He does that old that comedy routine that you see in a lot of things where it's like. You see it, but you don't really see it. He's yeah. like, hold on, I'm on the phone. What the fuck? And he just falls back. Like, then that shit got crazy. And she's just like going in on him. He was like, don't come near me. Don't touch me. She was like, oh, I won't. Don't ever I, talk to me. Don't ever talk to me. Yeah, no, that, that was the part that got me. Like, really? Don't ever talk to me? What are we, six? Like, <laughs> but she, he's, she's just like, whatever, I got to use the phone. And she gets to the phone. 
And he's like, Helen, look at your body. <laughs> oh, Madeline. Sorry, what the fuck? <laughs> Madeline, look at your body. And, and she's she just like, looks, what? And she's like, Ernest, I can see my ass. <laughs> <laughs> Which, not much to see, by the way. I mean, maybe by white woman's standards, I don't know, but it wasn't really. But she could see her ass, apparently. Because her head was backwards. And that shit was crazy. Then she turns her head around. And oh, after God, that, they go to the hospital. Yeah, they go to the hospital. Where the doctor is the only rational one here. Because he's doing all the tests. He's like, that doesn't hurt. When I do that, that doesn't hurt. Okay, okay. What about this? Hmm. Or right, let me take your temperature. He was like, what do you say? Let me check your heartbeat first. So he's checking the heartbeat. He's like, he clearly didn't hear nothing. So he was like, he yells in it to make sure it works. Like, oh, okay, it works. He takes her temperature and he's just like, huh. Can I get some of that uh, that drink you got there real quick, bro? Like, <laughs> Then he looks at her neck, which is completely dislocated. I look at him, he was just like, so your wrist is fractured in three places. Your neck is broken. I don't know without x-rays, but... The bone protrusion, that can't be good. <laughs> and he's just like, I gotta, I gotta get a second opinion. And then we find him later. They're trying to resuscitate him because he, I, either he died or he, he went in the shock. Like, yeah, something he happened. He went in a straight up shock. And Ernest went looking for doctors and there was no doctors to be found. Then when he gets back to the room, he's looking for Madeline and he's telling the other nurse like, where's my wife? Where's my wife? And she's like, oh, sir, I'm so sorry for your loss. And he's like, no, where is she? Where'd you guys take her? Sir, your wife is dead. Why are you tripping? You need to go home and take some time to heal. He was like, where's my wife? She's like, she's in the morgue. After oh, he grabbed her, bro. Yeah. That, he's going to prison. Because <laughs> he just accosted a right? fucking doctor. I shook like, her a bit. Where's my wife? And she's in like the morgue. <laughs> so after the lady was all like, she's in the morgue. He's just like, oh no, she's gonna be so oh, pissed. Oh yeah, she's gonna be so furious. <laughs> yeah. And this is the part I was talking about, like his run, where he's like running kind of bow-legged. <laughs> like, you ever, do you notice that he's like doing this with his arms? Like, he's bro, that shit is funny as fuck to me because he's really like committed to this goofy white dude role. And he's just like, and it's so funny for me to see Bruce Willis like that because the first movie I remember seeing him in is Die Hard. This badass John McClane. And no, this is not him. This is not fucking him at all. But. Yeah, that shit happened. He's looking for, and then there's the nuns. We got to talk about those floating oh. fucking nuns. Because that eerie, Cause weird yeah, music they plays, were... and they're not walking. They're just floating, and it's like... <laughs> Whenever you go down somewhere, I've never been down one, to one, but I I honestly, I couldn't do it. It's I just have, so fucking creepy. But only in Arkham Asylum, Batman game. I'm not doing that shit in real life. <laughs> But even that morgue is scary as fuck because the Scarecrow is giving you visions and all that other shit. Arkham Asylum, great game. Guys, I suggest you play it. Right. If I Floating heard nuts. anything from movies, nothing good happens when you're walking down to morgues. Yeah, that's a fact. That's a, <laughs> that's a 100% fact. Like, I was expecting the lights to start going out and Gross. everything like that. But he gets in there and he finds her and she's... I was so scared. <laughs> I, I didn't know where I was. I passed out and, and then I, I was in this bag and I screamed and I screamed and no one found me. <laughs> no one even cared. No <laughs> so, <sighs> fast forwarding a little bit. Fast forward. Uh, they get home and he's pretty much 
you know, doing her makeup with the spray paint and stuff. How he, (laughs) (laughs) how he does. And he's getting mad at her because she's like rushing him. He's trying to do a good job. He's why the turpentine. (laughs) He won't stop. She won't stop moving. She won't stop moving. Madeline shows up. Our yeah, Helen. Helen. God shows damn up. it! Like the <laughs> Madeline's already there. Madeline is already there. <laughs> Helen shows up with a shovel and some tarp. She's got all the. Right. She's, she's got, got all the shit she needs to hide a body. Like that shit is a little scary to me. That she, she comes in and she's like Ernest. She's going off. And it's and... funny. I like this scene only because it's like he's talking about her like she's still alive. And but it, he's also talking about her like some like someone who hasn't accepted that she's dead. She's dead because he was like, "You got to be quiet. She's, she's resting. resting. <laughs> she's resting." And she was like, "She's not resting. She's dead. What the fuck, man? Exactly. Like, get, get a grip on reality, bro. Like." And then, then you know how they always do. She pretty much reveals the whole plan out loud. Madeline's <laughs> just listening, and you, that. The part where they were gonna kill her, that didn't accept her. She got pissed because she scratched the wall when she said, and she's a bad actress. That was the part. Yeah, that <laughs> was the part the where part she was like, her off. she was like, oh, what? <laughs> I mean, true. <laughs> as far like, as like, not know. that these people were plotting to kill me, but I'm a bad actress. Yeah, from the from the two things we did see, <laughs> it is true that she is a bad actress. Because yeah. <laughs> when she died in the first scene, they were like, right. And she took a breath before she actually died. <laughs> it reminds me of what, what it was like a it was a movie where the dude was faking and dying and he was like, Oh, I'm dead. I'm dying. I'm dead. <laughs> I forgot, I'm gonna remember it, but it's crazy to me. So yeah, so then like I said, Madeline gets pissed off and then her Helen and Ernest are still talking and then uh Madeline finally comes downstairs because uh, she she said something. I forgot what she said. Oh, she called him a co-conspirator co-conspir- and she was talking about them being mm, so shady. And basically, she was just like, fuck y'all. You guys are all full of shit. And then she walks, <laughs> she walks away. Yeah. Are you mad? Are you mad, sweetie? Oh, Honey, gee golly. Yeah. This is going to be You bad. should really go because this I don't see this uh, turning out good at all. Yeah, you, you should leave. Hitting them with the head. Oh, my so, God. <laughs> so Madeline comes back. And she says something to Helen, and then... Before you do that, we are going to take a break and come back with that shit, and it is going to be off the Richter. Stay tuned. We're coming right back. Oh, no. And we are... Back. We are back, guys. And we laugh left all heroes. Oh yes. So Madeline was pissed. Madeline was pissed. So like I said, her and Helen exchanged some words and then Madeline pulled a shotgun from behind her back. And then I pulled out my gun. <laughs> <laughs> and shot her and Bruh, she Helen, didn't shoot her she blasted yes, her with that shot Helen, like, right through her stomach <laughs> and flew inside of their little fountain yeah their, their big Bruh, fountain she, that they yeah, had it's a big ass fountain <laughs> and it, it's like in a in a yard by itself it's not even like in a backyard it's really like this is the fountain yard yeah pretty much that was fucking weird but yeah she blasted her with that fucking shotty like right in the stomach 
straight up gutted her. And I was like, and then of course, Ernest, as being the only rational person here now, <laughs> was <gasps> like, what the fuck? The police? What did you do? You're not here? Oh, what are they? What did she say? What are they gonna do? Give me the gas yeah, chamber? Yeah, put me in the gas chamber. She had already accepted that she can't die. No, they're gonna give you life in prison, and the person under your condition is not gonna do good in there for life. Yeah, and then oh my god, that shit got crazy. And then she started. She basically convinced him to help her find the body by saying, "Do you know what they do to soft?" Oh, the Republicans yeah. in prison. <laughs> that nigga was like, okay, let's do this. Well, let's, we gotta let get, get the shovel. And then Madeline's shovel. all like, oh my gosh, look. And she even bought the equipment for us. Right? I she's love it. Laughing. She's having a good time. <laughs> and he's like, you wanna help? She, oh, of course I'll, I'll help. help. Yeah, oh she's yes. just gun hole She happy. is having the time of her life right now. This, what did she say? This is like the best day of her life. Yeah. <laughs> so fucking weird. So, so yeah, so then after they're trying to get everything together, Helen gets up and they Madeline sees her and they start backing away and she's all like, You shot me. So then as Helen's talking, Madeline is looking at her pendant, because you know, she's finally putting two and two together. So she's looking at her pendant and she's like, Okay, well if I have a pendant, Helen must have a pendant too. That's what yeah. she did. And she immediately was like, oh, there it is. Yep. She was like, oh, you have one too? She was like, I went 85. Right, I went before, before you. you. Right. <laughs> okay, so she went in 85. This is 92. She's literally only got three years left to be in the public eye anyway. Yep. So she, she was, that's why she was so gung-ho about this plan. She had to get it done before mm-hmm. she couldn't do it no more. Fucking weird. So then, yeah, they start to... I want to call it sword fighting, but this is the worst. Shovel fighting. <laughs> yeah, they pick up these two shovels and they start swinging them at each other. But you know, you know what's so funny is like, I've seen so many movies with like sword fighting and stuff like that that you can tell when it's just bad because sword fighting is always good when at least they look like they're trying to hit each other. They were just like at the top, like no one's up there, mm-hmm. no one's up there. Who are you hitting? <laughs> like so, they don't really do much damage to each other. We see the shadows do more damage than they do, and he's like, all right. Fuck this. I need a drink. <laughs> he just, I gotta he goes upstairs and he's packing his shit and they're still fighting and then they start to do what most women do when they're fighting. Had a heart to heart um, and you got always, down you to the nitty gritty of she, why yes, of why they disliked each other. So it turns out I guess Helen used to be the popular one. And she used to throw parties at her parents' mansion, but she never invited Madeline. And Madeline took that to heart because she overheard them and she would, they said she was cheap and all this other stuff. So, Because <laughs> she says it a bunch. Where she's just like, you thought I was cheap. <laughs> so, Madeline, so Helen was all like, we did not. I've never called you cheap. And Helen was like, you know, you've only took my men to hurt me. And Madeline was like, I did nothing of the sort. And she's like, yes, you did. So then they finally admit it. Yes, I called you cheap. Yes, I took your man to hurt you. I took your man. <laughs> I took your man to hurt you. Um, so then, then they became like best frenemies. <laughs> but there was a part in there where it was like, when she was like, you never invited me. And she was like, well, because, you know, we were doing things that we didn't think that you were cool with. And I was like, is she talking about weed or is she talking about like drugs, drugs? Like, <laughs> Because you said that about a person. Like, you can bring a person who doesn't smoke around you to smoke weed, and they're not going to trip that much because 
But, but you can you bring a person who doesn't do cocaine around you while you're doing cocaine? The bra answer is probably no. That person's probably going to be a lot less cool about it. Yeah, they'll probably be a little, they'll be uncomfortable. Because I mean, sure. it's like, okay, because I, I don't smoke that much anymore, but I've been around people when they do, and it's never a big deal. But if I was around somebody who was doing just like heroin up in my, like, I'd be like, like Cat Williams, did you know I can see you? <laughs> I would just be like, yo, what the fuck? <laughs> You invited me? Oh, oh yeah. you want to get down? No, I'm out. Right? Like, like, why would you even <laughs> ask me to come? Which is what this, which is what I think. But I don't know. 1992 was probably different. Which, Weed was probably like mind taboo. how the tables have turned because Helen was popular, Madeline wasn't, and Rose just switched. Did she say now. she was popular? I thought she was. Well, just she's like, like you, you had all these had parties. Yeah, well, yeah, she's she had, like you had these parties at these mansions. So I take it that you know Helen used to be popular back in the day. Yeah, maybe she used to be that girl. I don't know because even seeing her when they went in that first scene when they were at the thing, I was like she, she didn't could, see him. She like couldn't it. have been that yeah. girl. She, she was just ring with that fucking piece of tissue or paper towel that she was just wringing right. out and her arms were all bloody and her hands were all bloody and shit. Nah, that girl can't be popular. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, the popular ones are the ones that have issues. Yeah, that's true. I mean, look at you. Shut the- <laughs> <laughs> ah, uh, So yes, after their heart to heart, they go up all lottie dotty, like, oh, Ernest, we're just the best of friends now, and we were wondering if you could touch us up a bit. And this motherfucker was like, what? <laughs> he was like, so I'm leaving. And they were like, oh, okay, but you touch us up first, and you can do whatever you want. He was like, are you okay with that? He was like, all right, but you don't look for me, you don't think about me, you don't even do anything. <laughs> and they were like, yeah, I'm fine with that. Are you? I yeah. am now. That was her. <laughs> so he fixes them, which... <sighs> I get that he's supposed to be like a talented mortician, but this guy must also be like the greatest arts and craftsman in all of the world. Mm. That he knew how to patch up a fucking hole in someone's body. Like exactly. Like that shit is like, what? how do you know that? Like knowing your craft as a mortician or as a surgeon is one thing. Knowing how to do that is somebody else's job completely. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. So that shit, like you said, like the first time we watched this movie, you were like, how does he know how to do that? What was he doing? Exactly. Just while, like you know she had I mean? a big ass hole in her stomach and, and now it's it just gone. Because even if you are immortal, that shit's bleeding. It should be bleeding all over the fucking floor. Like clearly for movie purposes, it did no such thing. It was well, just they were hole. just dead though. So I guess. But technically they did die. She, they live forever, but she's dead. Yeah, they're dead. Manifold. And that's the that's my bigger problem with this movie is like, what is immortality exactly? Because I get the forever young part, mm. but if you're immortal, shouldn't the idea of death not affect you? Like, right? They should still be able to pump blood and do all of that stuff. But the moment they both die, they start decaying immediately. Oh, we haven't got to that part yet. They are fucking decaying. <laughs> Pretty much. So he fixes them up and he's about to leave. And then they come to the realization, holy shit, what if we need more touch-ups? We can't let this motherfucker go. Oh, we'll drug him. Well, what, what we need to, she said, we need to get her Patricia. That was her name. Oh, no, no, no. It wasn't. We looked the up her name. Potion lady, man. We've already discussed this. <laughs> Where the hell did you 
you get Patricia from? <laughs> Patricia. Yeah, I don't know. I'm sorry. She looks a like lady, a Patricia. <laughs> a lady who passes out potions for eternal youth cannot be named Patricia. That is a 100% okay. absolute fact. Potion lady. <laughs> Must be the one. Potion lady. <laughs> yeah, they kidding, baby. Um, yeah, so that was just like, okay, so let's drug him up. They tried. And, yeah, and get him over to the to potion lady. So they pretty much, since he won't take the, the glass, he won't drink it, that they laced pretty much. And then he ends up dumping it out. Uh, what's her name? Madeline. Madeline. No, yeah, they, she that. bashes him over there with the base. with the base, exactly. And then Helen hits him in the head with another base. And before he falls down the stairs, they, they pull him back. They, they <laughs> learned, she learned her lesson about these stairs. So then Ernest wakes up, you know, in this chair and with a big old swimming pool. And he's in the tux. And this is what she said. I hope you don't mind, but Dick and Harry dressed you. And Dick and Harry are the two beefcakes that have been walking around this place this whole time. I'm like, yes, I mind. What the fuck? <laughs> and this lady is swimming around in her pool naked. She puts on a towel and immediately drops it. What's the point of the fucking towel? <laughs> She's like, she doesn't even dry herself. It just drapes Did on. Did you notice that when she came out the pool, she wasn't even wet? See, what the fuck? <laughs> I did not notice that. But now that you say that shit, I was like, now I think about it. Yeah. Because he handed her that towel and she just dropped it immediately. And then she put on some other clothes, which she I have plan I I assume she planned on dropping immediately. Because she keeps loving to reveal how young and fit her titties are or some shit. I don't know. So she's giving Ernest this whole, you know, speech like she gives everybody else gives yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> she gives that she gives everybody she else. gave you she gave him the same one and then she stabbed that nigga in the finger too and he was like holy shit that's pretty cool yep and then she he was about to take he it he he thought that and this is the thing immortality sounds so good on the surface but he was like yo but what happens when everyone around Look, me is that's what she said and, you could live Forever, and he was like, "Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Mm, that sounds crazy. What if I get lonely? I gotta watch everybody around me die. Like that sounds crazy. I don't want to do that." Mm-hmm. Like he and he starts thinking, and she's like, "She's looking like, wait, but but you could live forever." He was like, "Yeah, I heard you the first time, but no, this shit is crazy, and you guys are all crazy." He's like, "I don't want to be with Madeline and Helen for He's forever. Like, yeah, who am I gonna hang out with? Madeline?" Helen? <laughs> Fuck that. <laughs> Fuck that shit. <laughs> he was like, no. Hell no. I would rather die. He was like, and he was like, yo, y'all gotta be stopped. I'm taking this potion and I'm running. But it felt like they didn't even give a fuck. Because she said her house is so big, he's not gonna get far. That pretty man. much. He was you like, know. he so he goes out to the room where all these people are. They're having a party, which is weird to me that they're having a party with all the people who have ever taken the potion. All the celebrities. Honestly, I thought there would be more. The first time I watched this movie, I thought there were a lot. And there was only two. Was Elvis in there? It was Elvis and Andy Warhol were the only ones I spotted. I didn't see anybody else. So I was kind of like, I don't know why I thought there were more because I had tried to start writing them all down. 
But they only showed. I'm sure Andy. there was and more. They just didn't really show. I think all maybe of them. the dude closer to the end when he steals the car which might have been James Dean. But yeah. I don't know. I think what they were trying to get to that everyone in Hollywood. Well, she did say it was like the first one when she was talking to uh, Madeline. Mm-hmm. She was like, as one of my clients says, I just want to be alone. So I Googled it. And that was like a singer, I guess, Garbo, Guard something. I looked it up and I don't want to look it up again. But I saw it, but it was like, yeah, so so it's supposed to be like a singer. And she was like, her? Yeah. But like, they really should have like, I felt like that would have been a moment to where they could have had a bunch of lookalikes. You know what I mean? Like, and it's like, I'm trying to think like 92, you could have had so many different people in here who have passed away already. You know what I mean? Or even people who are still alive mm-hmm. who are on their way to being like retired. You know what I mean? And I think they dropped the ball on that one big yeah. time. Big time. Because they could. Uh, how do you not have Michael Jackson? Like, I don't care what you do. Michael Jackson would have been my first choice to have as a forever young guy because he looks like he hasn't been aging. I would have had fucking Whitney Houston. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I don't fucking know. I would have had a lot of people. Morgan Freeman, for sure. <laughs> Morgan for from, from when I seen Morgan Freeman, he's always looked like that. The first time my mom showed me, he was on this show called The Electric Company that used to come on like PBS back in the day. Uh-huh. And it was like a kid's show and shit like that. And he's still old thin, bro. Like <laughs> And that was him at his youngest. Like he's like, yo, this Morgan Freeman took that shit. <laughs> but that's like, yeah, they should I think they should have had more people for sure. It, it was a wasted opportunity yeah. in my eyes. But they probably weren't focused yeah, on because they, they that. only they Elvis just, was the joke. Like yeah. you were like, remember, as a you can't be seen in the public eye. I'm not saying any names, but he points at the guy. It's that effeminate, weird, mm-hmm. vaguely European dude again, who's like the host of this <laughs> yeah. show. Which is what the fuck? Like, okay, do you work at the clinic? Do you work here? What's what's happening? How and how is everybody else finding her? I guess that's my question. Uh, I would assume through him. So he's got to be like some sort of agent of chaos who just can show up he wherever works he feels at he's that, He works at that... That clinic. That clinic, beautician clinic or whatever. whatever. It is. And yeah, I would, I would say that people like Madeline who just keep coming, who try to come like every two weeks or whatever, he was like, you know, like, we ain't going to get your money. I'm sure he has a deal with this lady. Like, he has to. Have. You and know. that's the thing because he... But he... It has to be like... Because how would... Helen had found him. It has to have been when people think they needed him the most, right? Because that he just appeared. She found him. She Helen would have found him. She said eighty-five. It was eighty-five when she was in the mental hospital. So it must have been as soon as she realized what she wanted to do and how she was going to have to do it that he was like, "Oh, I can hook you up." Yeah. That's like this dude must be like. He must not be real. He has to be like death or something like that. Because this lady is wearing all this Egyptian shit. So I'm thinking she's got to be a goddess of some sort. Well, that's what I was assuming, too. Because I was like, that's why I had asked you when we were watching it. I was like, is she taking their money or is it their soul? That well, she wrote, well, because Madeline she, yeah, wrote the check. Or she said, I, she wrote it down. Okay. So was it really a number or was it she like that the price is different for everybody? So, like, I'll give hmm. me your soul if you want this potion. Because, yeah, well, because Helen also said everything I had when she asked her how much she paid for her. She was like, everything I had, which was cheap. That's so what maybe she her told. soul. Oh. All right, I would have just, I would just assume because that's how all, like, you make a deal work. with the yeah, devil. Yeah, yeah. All they want like is your Twilight soul. Zone episode we were watching, which, mm-hmm. yeah. 
We should do episodes on that too. On the Twilight Zone? Right. Just on the ones that are good. Mary, Mary. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. All right. So, Back on track. so I, I had put in my notes. Now it becomes a spy movie because now Bruce Willis is trying to steal this formula, which to me makes no sense only because she's obviously giving, giving the potion to all these different people. She's got extras, mm-hmm. but he doesn't know that. So, or he should, he should have figured it I out. I think that is just, it wasn't even so much about the potion. It was so much that if he didn't have the proof and told people, mm-hmm. they wouldn't believe him. But if he had that potion and prick people's fingers, how she and did his, them. and show them, like, okay. well, what the fuck? Like, but then if he does that, who's gonna try to kill him to keep the potion? I don't, that's why I think when we'll, we'll get, we'll, we'll get, we'll get there, and okay, I'll, I'll get to my well. theory about that. So, but this shit um, clearly becomes a spy movie. He starts yeah. going through corridors and he gets chased by some dogs. And this is where I got a little bit sad because I was watching him try to scale that building, and I was just like, John McClane would have never let this happen. <laughs> Cause this was like Bruce Willis, John McClane is from Die Hard. We're gonna have to we're gonna have to watch Die Hard. How did, how have you gone through your entire <laughs> life and never fucking seen? We're watching Die Hard and we're doing an episode on I'm it. For all of you, that's why he the reason why he said that because he's talking about it. I'm looking at him like she has no idea what the fuck I'm talking about. You're talking Anyways, about. <laughs> all I'm saying is I'm watching Bruce Willis struggle <laughs> on that building where he's like. Eh, eh. And he's like trying to get up there and try to scale the building. I was like, John McClane would have never let this happen. Or any Bruce Willis character for that matter would have never let this happen. What the fuck? Why are you struggling so hard? And that's why I was True. like, he is committed to this character. Because he's he's like, he all he does is step on it and he falls and, and he now he's on a gutter. They, they distract him. Uh, Madeline and <laughs> Madeline and Helen find him. And they yell his name and he slips and like the little, um, the little brick falls off. One brick. Yeah. And he slips. So then they're trying to, then this what kind of was like a wow moment to me. Cause she's trying to throw her, you know, <laughs> her <laughs> shawl. <laughs> she's trying to throw her shawl at him so he can catch it. And the shawl is blowing in the air. She but in my go. head, yeah. But in my head though, like with, if he caught it, what was the plan? What was yeah, like he, he weighs more than that thing. Like that would have just you wouldn't have been able to hold it exactly. He wouldn't have been able to hold him. So what, what was it gonna do? So really? then they're like they're trying to convince him to take the potion. Oh yeah, they're, they're like, like you, if you fall, you can put yourself back together. together exactly which made me feel like she has no idea how how bodies work like exactly. what did she think was going to happen he was going to fall and his arm was going to go over there and his leg was going to go over there but then again I think too people talk way too much because this Ernest was about to take the potion not once but twice people kept talking oh yeah, yeah and yeah, yeah. he I know starts to think like no, he was gonna, wait yeah. a minute okay, you're right you're right you're 100% yes, because the right. first time she was about to take it and then she said you can live forever and then he, immediately and he was all like, like no i don't want that, that. Sounds awful. then this time they're nagging him and they're like take it take it take no, it. it it was what she said because he was like he was about to take it because, yeah, he didn't want to oh, die Oh, because right we there. don't want you. We need we you. We need you. Yes. And, he was and like, that's what he was like, that no. shit, I would rather die. <laughs> so he drops the potion, and then he slips and falls. Luckily, there's a big-ass pool. It was the worst <laughs> <I saw>. it's like, <laughs> 
know, you can tell it's so green screen. It's bad, but it's fine. <laughs> yes, then he falls into the pool. Luckily. His life is saved and he's The same pool out. Yeah, that like, he was at at the beginning. Exactly. Like, same place. So then he sneaks out, you know, and he lives until his untimely death. Until he dies of whatever he dies. Old age, I'm assuming. They, I didn't even clock, clock the years on that one either. Yeah, because I don't think they put, like, how many years yeah, have see, passed. I don't think they did either. End, they were yeah. just like, oh, it's funeral, he's dying. Yeah, because after that scene. He married, scene, and he had kids, and mm-hmm, grandkids, and adopting kids, all that shit. After that scene, it went straight to the funeral. Mm-hmm. So, yes, Ernest has died. He's lived a wonderful life as he And he died he happy. Left. Yeah. He died happy. Um, you know, and it's it's kind of messed up because... Madeline and Helen are there, but they're like all in black. But they're looking at his obituary and they're just laughing they're their mad. ass well, they're, off. Well, they're, they're, they're hiding their pain. They're mad. <laughs> They've been finding this dude and they were hoping that the serum would be there. Because what is the, uh, the dude giving the eulogy was like, and he found the secret to eternal life. Yes, and, and then, then they, they stopped and they was, stopped hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. They up. were about to leave, but then after he said that, they had to stop. But when he said he knew the secret to eternal life, he meant something differently. He meant family, friends, yeah, and all Yeah, because that's what he started saying, stuff. and they were like, blah, yeah. rubbish. Uh, Madeline was like, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> I was like, I love it because when they're walking out, uh, Madeline's walk is funny because she's swinging yeah, her, her legs, legs. Style, <laughs> bow-legged style. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> but clearly they've been falling apart and all this other stuff because yeah. they're like, look, do I look fine? And she was like, oh, you guys look like shit. Like, pretty much. She's like, yeah, your face is dripping. <laughs> both of them look like Deadpool. Like. Madeline's <laughs> eyebrows are above her eyebrows oh, like you yeah. said earlier. That shit <laughs> That shit was So, yeah, they gross. were they were falling apart. They were arguing in the funeral, too, about a spray can that Madeline had dropped. Um, and it turns out that that spray can was their demise. <laughs> Yeah, they were talking about because they had been arguing about that spray can, and then right there they both slipped on our one of Helen them Helen slipped on it, and then Madeline is laughing, Laugh. and then she grabs her, and then they both fall down the before Madeline goes. Ooh. Oh yeah, that, that was funny. It was like, ooh. Ooh. it was a weird sound for a person to make. It was just perfect. It worked so well. So it was like, yeah, she falls, and they're falling, and then they both hit the ground, and they. Basically, just like shatter, like porcelain dolls, which, which I also wonder, leads me to believe that whoever wrote this movie doesn't know how decaying bodies work. And then she said, "Where's the car?" But right? Alex- exactly. That's what I wondered too. Like, okay, so when people left the funeral, they're gonna see them on the floor. Yeah, I would love to see how, that. Right? Like, that. how did they put themselves back together? Like, you're asking where the car, but how are you gonna put yourself back together? Those are the more important to get to the car. Exactly. That was crazy. So, that was yeah. bad shit insane. But and that's the end of the movie. That's exactly So overall, what would you give this movie? Out of five, we're gonna so that's our rating system in case anybody's wondering. We just made it up right here on the spot. <laughs> if I had to give it out of five, I would say like a 3.5. 3.5? It's it's funny, it's good, there's so much wrong. And There's a lot hard. of questions. It's hard, it's hard for me to forgive that because you know how I am where I'm just like, I have to know the answers to these yeah. dumbass questions. 
But I mean, it's fine. I think it's funny. I think Meryl Streep, I think everyone is great in this movie. I think Bruce Willis is probably the best part just because of how committed he is to the role. I think the premise is stupid. <laughs> but there, there's another question that I had too when we were watching it. All right. So I wanted to know was that why couldn't they ask the potion lady for help, sort of say, or yeah, our never, tips? Because did they never tell her that yeah, they were decaying? Because they were decaying, decaying. But you see, all these other people are in there that have taken the potion. They're still looking good. They're not decaying or so anything. This, my, that's my question. So have they, they ever never die? die? Exactly. If you're, if you die, then is that's when it's hard to keep yourself up. So do you? Not I feel have like to die. Elvis would have probably killed himself three times over. <laughs> he would have probably drank himself into a stupor or some shit like that. Like, who? But I wouldn't think if you're immortal, I don't think drinking has an effect on but you. But that's why I think that they should have shown more people. You know what I mean? Because I feel like I'm trying to think of somebody like maybe if like Marvin Gaye, right? If mm-hmm. he was here, he was shot and cut up by his dad. How do you come back from that? That's also very depressing. That I just said that. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying. Like, if you you have to show that so that at least, maybe not Marvin Gaye. That's a fucking horrible example. I'm sorry for that one. But somebody else. <laughs> like, somebody else who was, like, who was killed. Yeah. You know what I mean? And be like, ooh, but I was on the potion the whole time. Like, then you'd be like, well, how are they dealing with it? That way it doesn't feel like they're just on an island. You know what I mean? But then. Also, the why are they why... going to a funeral? They're supposed to disappear. Well, that's why they were all black and they had those yeah. things over there. No one's going to recognize them. <laughs> right? The way they look. But I think they probably didn't do that, too, with, like, for the dead. Um, because, you know, people are so sensitive. Like, oh, well, my this God. this was 92. Nobody was sensitive. They could have put all of that shit in there. Nobody would have said shit. <laughs> there would have been no protest. There would have been nothing. They would have just been like, oh, did you see that? They had uh, Marvin Gaye in that movie. It was weird. <laughs> like, that's it. That's how, that's as far as it would have gone. Like, if they would have done that shit today and it was like, let's say, like, uh, Tupac, you already fucking know that there would have been a bunch of people like, right. that's disrespectful to the legacy of Tupac. Out there protesting. And I think that said. sometimes you have, to, you have to weigh and balance, like, what's worth protesting. But we're not here to discuss that. This is not a political podcast in any way, shape, or form. If it's not, it's date night. Date night. So what do you give it? I I give it a four. Four? I give it a four. four. Yeah, I liked it. It was good. Like you said, probably back then I would have gave it a five. But like you said, there is a lot of questions and I did have a lot of questions that are unanswered. (laughs) That are still unanswered, yeah. They didn't know. No, they didn't help. But it was it, it was a great movie to watch. It was some laughs there. Mm-hmm. It was it was it was a cool movie. I liked it. So, it, is this a good date night movie? Like, would you see this as something that we other spend? couples could watch? Yeah. Or because we're different. I we, we our date night movies are never like ro- usually romantic comedies. They're always yeah. like something fucking off the wall. Like let's say we've seen Possession twice in theaters. So. <laughs> what the fuck? You know what I mean? Oh gosh, is it a date night movie? I, I would say, I would say, yeah, it could be a date night movie. Yeah, all right. It's a, it's like I said, it's because it is comedy. It's a dark comedy, 
So, and then it all depends on the audience, too. I feel like I wouldn't take a date to see this movie, only because I feel like with Oh, like to the movie theaters? Just in general, like, as a movie, because it's like... Okay, because if we're sitting on the couch watching it... If you are newly dating, I would not tell I would not Uh, watch this movie, only because this is one of those ones where, like, you see the way Ernest is, like, with these two women, that a woman will look at her man like, mm. So that's how you be looking at my friend, huh? Like that kind of shit. Like I don't need that kind of. I don't need that in my life. I'm out. I'm not taking you to see this movie. This is like we've been together for like six, seven years. Like yeah, I like see what you're saying because then you might have that girl like. Mm. Would you ever like? Oh like, my god! You don't need that question. Would you ever like do that so with my friend? So if it was friend? like my friend, like, I'm just like, asking. Like I just want to know. I don't believe you. <laughs> I've seen the way you look at her, laughing at her joke. Right. <laughs> No, I don't you laughed that. a little too hard on it that was joke. Funny. <laughs> what do you want me to do? Tell her she's not funny. Oh god. Yeah, no, that's this is this is like a later on date night. Not <laughs> Depending a, on how long you've been yeah. in your relationship for. Because I, because no, it's gonna it's gonna it's gonna raise some questions, and you don't need that kind of. Uh, they're fellas, both secure in their relationship. Fellas, they're you don't bad. need that kind of in your life. <laughs> don't do it. It's not worth it. It's it, it's a good movie. It's a good movie though. I I enjoyed it. I enjoyed seeing Bruce Willis not like shooting up an entire army, but you know, it's, <laughs> it's weird, but it was cool. And I'm with it. All right, so uh, what are we doing next week? Oh, next week. You see, there's a list. Oh. I handed you the list. I know. I handed her a list and she looked at me like I had three heads. Okay, so next week. You pick whichever one off that list, whichever one you want. There's no order to that. I just wrote the ones that I know we're going to do for sure. So write the list. Tell them what we're doing. Oh, okay, guys. So next week, we are going to do. Hobbs and Shaw. All right, I'm down with that. We've both only seen that movie once, and I'm not a movie theater person, but when he took me to go see that movie, I was all like, I love this movie. I honestly think it's because it had three hot guys that she voted. Clearly wants to have intercourse with. So I was fucked. And then Ryan Reynolds was in this movie. So four hot guys. And Roman Reigns was in this movie. So five (laughs) hot guys that she clearly wants to have sex with. Oh my gosh, no. (laughs) Part of this. No. And there, was, love... there was a woman in this movie, like one. <laughs> there was a woman. I don't know if I'd want to have sex with her, but she's all right. I love a good action movie. Like, if the action is there, I'm there. Right. Just that's, how. That's why you love I do. Because of the, because of the action. No, you were there for the abs. <laughs> Those spray on abs. <laughs> <laughs> Really oh my me. gosh, no, but the I do. Jason Statham love... and Idris Elba. Come on now, that's a foursome you would no, love to be a part of. No, that is, that's a good one. Tell me you wouldn't be a part of that foursome, though. You can't answer. <laughs> you answer <yeah. laughs> Anywho, I do love a good action movie, the though. kind of teamwork. Um, Just like I watched The Badlands. All that action! Oh my gosh, you guys! Absolute worst story. If you have not seen that show, if you love a good action like fighting scenes, 
Badlands you know have good fighting Okay, scenes. so so thinking about that, maybe we do a side podcast. On the Badlands? On the Badlands, episode by episode. That's good. We could watch it all over again. Yeah, because yeah. the Badlands was, I'd be trying to get people to watch that movie all the, I mean, that show, show sorry. Yeah. That show all the time, and I'm still in hopes that they're going to make another season. Mm-hmm. I believe in you, Badlands. Um, <laughs> they need to. But honestly, it is. It's a, it's a cool little show. The acting is okay, but no, the it's fighting. Bad. Just say it. It's terrible. <laughs> it's okay. There's probably two good actors in that entire in all the seasons of this show, and that's <laughs> we that's, all have our own opinions. The acting is okay, it is but bad. the fighting scenes are bad ass. And the then the last bad. season, you know, our people, the black people, it's a. They Black people are ruling shit, <laughs> even though their intentions are lost. <laughs> they start off with good intentions, but then, you know, power, that whole power. Absolute power corrupts, absolutely. But yeah, check it out. It's called The Badlands. It's on Netflix. Fighting scenes are epic. Are they paying you to, you know, promote this? They should. I hope, I, I hope that if everybody watches it, then we can get another season. All right, I feel I feel what you're going where you're going. Here. I don't think it's gonna happen, but I feel where you're going here. And on that note, guys, it is time for us to bid you adieu. I am Tracy, and I am Kiana. And this has been date, date night. night.